0: BLOB TALK RADIO there. I'm Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, and this show is a celebration of baby boomers who are embracing life as we grow older. Yet we know that if we want to continue to celebrate our lives as we age, we have to be mindful of how we feed our bodies, and that's why I am especially excited to welcome our guest today, the one, the only, Dr. Michael Greger. I have to confess and take great pride in stating that I'm one One of his biggest fans, but he's got a few other fans out there as well. In fact, he's a world-renowned expert on nutrition and food science and the author of several wildly popular best-selling books, including How Not to Die?, the How Not to Die Cookbook, How Not to Diet, and How to Survive a Pandemic. And I'm thrilled Dr. Greger's joining us once again to share all about his latest soon-to-be bestseller, The How Not to Diet Cookbook. So welcome, Dr. Gregor.
1: I'm so excited to
0: be back. Oh, Dr. Gregor! well, that warms my heart, you know that, but let's start out by congratulating you on this latest book, and today is your lunch date, right?
1: Absolutely, yeah, I'm so excited. Not only is every recipe in the book healthy, including all the desserts, every single ingredient of every recipe is healthy, so, you know, how do you make something salty without salt or sweet without sugar? These are some of the challenges we face, and really... Proud of what we're able to accomplish. Uh, you know, I think it's important to mention that you know, I don't receive a penny from my books. All proceeds I get from all my books are donated directly to charity. I just want everyone to have access to this life-changing, life-saving information.
0: Well, and on that note, I want to get to the book specifics in a minute, but on that note, my uh, uh, podcast goes out, of course, my audience is mainly composed of boomer women. A lot of us, as I myself am, are grannies, and we know that the wonderful work, the things that you have done, that you have focused your career and your life on, were inspired by your own granny.
1: Oh, it's so true, yes. I was just a a kid when the doctor sent my grandma home in a wheelchair to die. She was diagnosed with end-stage heart disease, already had so many uh, bypass operations, basically run out of plumbing at some point, confined in a wheelchair, uh, crushing chest pain. Her life was over at age 65. But then she heard about this guy, Nathan Pritikin, one of our early lifestyle medicine pioneers. And what happened next is actually described in Pritikin's biography. It talks about Francis Greger, my grandmother. Um, Though she was given her medical death sentence at age 65, thanks to a healthy diet, she was able to enjoy another 31 years on this planet to age 96 to continue to enjoy her six grandkids, including me. That's why I went to That's why I wrote the book, How Not to Die. While the proceeds I give, uh, I get donated to charity. I just want to do for everyone's family what Pritikin did for my family.
0: Well, Dr. Greger, I, it really truly warms my heart and I will say my fat-free heart because <laughs> I follow mm-hmm. your principles and I really, this, this book, not only is it a great book about eating correctly, but my very favorite, well, I have several favorite parts about, but in the beginning you write that it's a diet book about not dieting.
1: Oh, yeah, critically important. I mean, diets don't work by definition because going on a diet implies at some point you're going to go off the diet. You know, permanent weight loss requires permanent dietary change. Healthier habits just need to become a way of life. And if it's going to be lifelong, you want it to lead to a long life. Thankfully, the single best diet proven for weight loss may just so happen to be the safest, cheapest way to eat for the longest, healthiest life.
0: Absolutely, and I I prefer to think of this wonderful book as a health toolkit because you start out with your daily dozen, which I've been following, and I appreciate those. But in addition to that, now this is the, this is the juicy part I think is really going to engage a lot of our listeners out there. You've got 21 tweaks, uh, scientifically proven ways to jumpstart weight loss. And I know you can't share all of them. I don't want you to give it all away because we want to get the book out there. But what are a couple you can share with us now?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there are foods that, specific foods that act as fat blockers and fat burners and starch blockers and appetite suppressants. Um, but uh, simple um, uh, techniques, uh, something like negative calorie preloading, which just means starting out a meal with fruits, vegetables, soups, salad, or simply a tall glass of water, basically anything less than 100 calories per cup. So, for example, you know, eating a large apple before a meal is so filling that people go on to eat about 300 calories less food. So 100 calories in, 300 calories out. An apple eaten before a meal effectively has negative 200
0: calories. Yeah, that's amazing. And then I know you also suggest you preload with a big glass of water. I mean, these are simple but proven techniques and easy to create habits. So you're not going on a diet. You are using these these tips and, you know, your toolkit to make sure that you don't gain a lot of extra weight around this time. The 20-minute rule, would you explain that? That I thought was interesting too.
1: Oh, uh, that's just uh, giving your. It takes about 20 minutes from, from when you start eating for your satiety mechanisms in your brain to catch up, um, and so uh, by making sure your meal lasts at least that long, you can let your your natural um, appetite suppressant. Um, uh, uh, you know, uh, a feedback mechanism, and your brain kind of catch up. Um, unfortunately, uh, foods these days, um, uh, you know, particularly you know, drink snacks, other processed junk are consumed at a rate of about 70 calories a minute. And so, I mean, wow. you know, uh, and look, if you're a moderately heavy person doing moderate intensity physical activity like biking or very brisk walking, you're, I don't know, uh, burning off about five, 350 calories an hour. So it can only take five minutes of snacking for someone to wipe out a whole Hour of exercise. That's why you know you can't really outrun a bad diet. You need to improve the food.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then another one that you like to say. I've heard you say this before, but it's in the book too, and makes a lot of sense. Wall off your calories.
1: Oh yeah, I mean that would really. If there's one piece of advice, the best the best sums up my recommendations. It'd be wall after calories. So, see, animal cells are encased only in easily digestible membranes, which allow the enzymes in our gut to effortlessly liberate the calories within a you know, steak, for example. But plant cells, on the other hand, have cell walls that are made out of fiber, which acts as an indigestible physical barrier. So many of the calories remain trapped. Now, processed plant foods, however, like fruit juice, sugar, refined grains, even whole grains, if they've been powdered into flour have had their cellular structure destroyed, their cell walls cracked open, and their calories are free for the taking. But when we eat structurally intact plant foods, I mean, chew all you want, you're still going to end up with calories completely encapsulated by fiber, which then, uh, once the glycemic impact uh, activates what's called the ileal break, which dials down your appetite and delivers sustenance, your friendly flora. So basically the bottom line is try to make sure as many of your calories as possible, your protein, your carbs, your fat, are encased in cell walls. In other words, from whole intact plant foods.
0: Well, well, I want to get now to some of the specifics of the book itself because the recipes are fabulous. And your co-author, you've worked with her before, uh, Robin Robertson. Tell us a little bit about how you've developed the recipes and, and uh, some of the process of creating this wonderful book.
1: Yeah, well, you know, there's a lot of uh, those specific foods that, uh, you know, I'd never worked with. So something like black cumin, uh, for example, Um, A quarter teaspoon a day um, is what I recommend. It's been shown to accelerate the loss of body fat. It only costs about three cents, but what do you actually do with it? Um, uh, And uh, so we know it reduces your cholesterol, blood pressure, blood sugars, um, and your waistline, uh, but I've never cooked with it before. In fact, I couldn't even find it. I had to order it online. But I came up with a number of wonderful recipes like uh, black cumin-rubbed balsamic-roasted cauliflower, which I really, really like. So basically, I just gave uh, her the list of look, these are all the ingredients I want to include, these are all the criteria. Um, um, for which uh, these recipes should be. And she just came up with these really amazing recipes. Like, how do you make vegetables taste good? Yes, we know they're good for us, but it's not about white-knuckling down, you know, uh, um, know, food that doesn't taste good. We really want to have the best of both worlds taste good and you get to live longer. That's what healthy plant-based eating is all about.
0: Wow. And I in addition to the recipes, of course, you have a full range. Uh, you even have fruit for dessert and these delicious fruit recipes. So I thought that was great. And another thing you wrote in the fruit chapter that surprised me is in previous studies on diets, the people that gave up total fruit, well, people that ate fruit in moderation lost 50% more weight than the dieters who gave it up.
1: Yeah, no, so critically important. So when we're talking about decreasing sugar intake, we're only talking about added sugars, so-called free sugars, industrial sugars like sucrose, table sugar, or high fructose corn syrup. Well, um, we should increase our intake of fruits, which are so low in calorie density because they're about, uh, you, know, uh, you know, they're 80% water by weight. Um, and so you get lots of food for very few calories, tons of nutrition, um, one of the healthiest foods out there. And so it's critically important to, uh, to maximize our food intake.
0: And it, too, it gives you just that enough sweet to, you know, feel like you're giving yourself a little treat for dessert and all that. So, and, of course, I could go on and with <laughs> Dr. Gregor, but one of my favorite chapters in this book was the Kitchen Staples chapter, the, uh, chapter 9, because in it, and I would assume you work with Robin in this, but you come up with delicious blends for toppings, broths, uh, your supercharged spice blend that incorporates a lot of those spices that are thermogenic, Right. So it'll help you lose weight.
1: Yeah, yeah, no. So, yeah, critically important. So, yeah, it turns out a lot of the spices. So if you go through the list of all my kind of daily doses, you know, a quarter teaspoon of garlic powder a day um, costs people to lose about six pounds of straight body fat over 15 weeks. It only costs about two cents a day, a teaspoon of ground ginger. Um, uh, We have over a dozen randomized controlled trials showing just a quarter teaspoon of ground ginger a day can cause significant weight loss, again, for just pennies a day without taking anything out of your diet. Uh, Half teaspoon of cayenne pepper a day, if you can handle it, can counter back the metabolic slowing that accompanies weight loss and accelerate fat burning at the same time, on and on. So it's like, well, wait a second, how do you get all these spices together to really kind of maximize the punch? Um, and, uh, you know, you don't have to do all these 21. They're actually part of my free app, uh, Dr. Greger's Daily Dozen. You can switch over to weight loss mode, and there's the 21 tweaks, and you can, you know, check through them throughout the day, see how many you can fit in. You just basically find as many as you can, you know, conveniently fit into your day, and that will accelerate um, fat loss regardless of what you eat the rest of the time.
0: Wow, Doctor Gregor. Well, and also I want to let everybody know you even have a crustless pumpkin pie. You can celebrate the holidays and, and watch that scale go down at the same time. We only have a minute or two left, and of course, I, as I said, I could keep gushing about this wonderful book. But I do want to also mention you've got a great website, a service I subscribe. Tell our listeners where they can go to find out even more information about you and your work and these wonderful health tips.
1: Oh, fantastic. Nutritionfacts.org. It's a free nonprofit, science-based public service, providing daily updates on the latest in nutrition research via bite-sized videos. Uh, Videos on now more than 2,000 health topics. New videos and articles uploaded every day. Nutritionfacts.org.
0: Well, Dr. Gregor, again, this book is fabulous. I suggest everyone grabs a copy for themselves. It's a perfect gift to give to your friends uh, for the holidays as well. But in our final moments, do you have any final words to keep uh, us boomers maintaining a healthy weight and healthy and vital for years to come?
1: Well, it's the good news that we have tremendous power over our health, destiny, and longevity. The vast majority of premature death and disability is preventable with a plant-based diet and other healthy lifestyle behaviors.
0: And I will just end that with another note I got from your book. If you cook five times a week and watch what you eat, if you cook at home, you live a longer life. So that is great. Dr. Greger, thank you so much for being such a champion for so many people.
1: Thank you so much. Keep up the good work yourself and stay safe.
0: I will. You too, Doctor Gregor. And of course, he shared his time, his expertise, and all his wonderful information. I suggest you sign up for his ongoing uh, website, or you'll get an email every every Sunday, like I do. um, In and it's filled with absolutely wonderful information. And also check out his new, what I'm calling now, my kitchen bible, the How Not to Diet Cookbook. If you want to stay feisty uh, into your 90s and beyonds. We, of course, have to keep our bodies fit, slender, and healthy, and that's awfully important. So, until next time, this is Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio. Seeing I catch you later. Bye bye.